What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. What up, everybody? How we coming in? Welcome back to another week of Aries Talking Sports. Y'all know yes, who it is. Red's Prime Minister. Herculoble asshole. And we are your mother's favorite. I mean, favorite intermediate legends. Shout out to her and all the auntie. Hey, auntie. Cup loves. What up with you, my man? How you doing? Shit, man. Trying to beat feet home so we can record, man. Had <laughs> fucking had training. Day was leg day, so got that shit out the way. And then I had to go do some other shit, like right after, right after that. But got that shit done. I was trying to hurry up, beat feet home, take a shower, uh-huh. get to it. Okay. But okay. everything good, man. I can't. Can't complain, bro. Can't complain. What's up? What's up? Everything good this way. way. No complaints. Just, you know, living and vibing, enjoying the retired dream, I guess. That's that's what you want to call it. Like that retired life. Yeah. Watch and being stressed out by sports. That's about it. Boy. That's it. Actually, I ain't. I ain't really stressing now. Uh, well, I wasn't stressing even even then because, uh, of course, you know we talked about them last week, and yeah. then this 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 week has been completely different. So, right. I, but I wasn't like I said, I wasn't too concerned because these are kids we're dealing with, and the way the transfer portal and like we said nil, the way it's shaped out to be like. Mm-hmm. It is what it is at this point. And besides, there's still another portal that's going to open up in the spring. So there's also that. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, either way it go, I think uh, things, things. Well, for for your football team, I think things are going to uh, level and even itself out after all the yeah. you know smoke and dust is, is, is settled. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, outside of that, man, shit. I look. I ain't stressing. I ain't got. I ain't got no. I ain't got no dog in in any of these fights <laughs> in any of these sports. So I get to look, man. I get to. I get to talk man. sports freely without the stress and, and headaches. <laughs> right. Hey, look. look and that, that, at times it's good, and then it's not. You know, I. I'm. You know, when it come to. Uh, Football, you know, my, my my team is still in it. You know, that's yeah. Yeah. Tar Heels, we but uh, look, we'll we'll get the we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um what we got some random facts? Uh I ain't got none. I, I forgot to look them up. All right, I got um let me see. I'll I'll start with this. Um so um Kobe, LeBron, Durant. Harden, Kawhi, Steph, and D-Wade combined has 
played in less 82 game seasons than Jordan. Damn. So he's played in more 82 seasons by himself than all of them combined. That's a damn shame, dog. Yeah. That's um, a damn shame. And I, I think that I think that doesn't that doesn't get talked about enough. Like it don't being, playing being able to play all 82. Right. It don't. Like, and um that doesn't get talked about enough. And you got to think for a lot of those guys, um, low management wasn't a thing. Like low management ain't really become a thing until like last five years or so. Right. I want to say what around the bubble season, maybe. Or right before it. Yeah. Or right before. Yeah. When Toronto. Because uh, because because Pop used to do it, but right. he wasn't caught at the time. It wasn't called low management. Mm-hmm. Like Pop would just, hey, Pop was resting his player. You know, he was yeah. just resting his players and making sure they were good to go. Because Pop was thinking about the the long game, right? And and actually, what he was doing back then compared to what it is now, wasn't even load management, right? Like you you have players sit out back to backs and you know won't, won't even play back to backs if if you know they had it they way this uh, these days. So yeah. yeah, um, all right. Let me see. I think I got another one in here. Um, you want to take a wild guess? Who was the last four-year college player to be taken number one in the draft? The last four-year college player? Yeah. To be taken number one. I'll guess. Wasn't Adam Morrison? No, he went. Adam Morrison went number. Yeah, he didn't go number one. No, nah, he went. He went number two, number number three, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, uh, seven, I think, but yeah, I thought he went. No, no, shit. Let me go ahead and tell you. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, damn, oh, oh, I'm be mad. I'm, I'm about to be mad as hell too. It was 24 years ago, and it was Kenyon Martin. What? Yeah. Wow! Last four year, four year, uh, college player to be taken number one overall. In That's the crazy. Yeah, and I, my guess might have been Tim Duncan. Yeah, I was but, gonna but say believe, yeah, Tim Duncan would have been a good one, but Kenyon came out after Tim, so I would. Okay. I mean, I still would have been okay. wrong, but that would have been my guess. I think going back, Tim Duncan would have been. Uh, well, Tim Duncan was probably ninety seven. I think. I think he yeah. came out the year after Vince. I think 90, Vince, 96, 90, 97? 96, 97, something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been my guess. 10 That's done. crazy. That's fucking 24 years. Mm-hmm. 24 years ago. The last, the last player to uh play four years in college. Wow. That's um, nuts, bro. I'll throw one more in there just for uh my Tar Hill people. Um so the last guard who was a first team all American for the North Carolina Tar Heels, would you want to you want to take a wild guess at this? Shit. The last guard. The last guard. I would have never guessed this one. Raymond Felton? Shit. Nope. But that's I would have said either Raymond or Ty Lawson. <laughs> right. I would have said Raymond Felton or Ty Lawson. Or no, I wouldn't have said Cole Anthony. Um, but I would nah. say I would say Raymond I, or Ty. Raymond, Raymond Ty or um, fuck what what was because he was like one of my favorite guards. Sean, for y'all, 
no, no, not McCants. Further back, further back. Um, I think he, I think he ran with Vince. Who, who was a fucking guard on that damn team? Who, uh, Coda? Yes, Ed oh. Coda. He was like one of, I don't know why Ed Coda was like one of my favorite guards back then, man. Uh, it, uh, he was pure point guard. Yeah. We, we like point guards. I, there's no reason not to like Ed Coda. But, um, no. Joe Forte. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blew my mind. Blew my mind. Joseph Forte. Name, I, I ain't heard Joe, Joe Forte in so yeah. long, dog. Yeah. Joe Forte got to the league and did, like, he had mm-hmm. a cup of coffee and was gone. Yeah. The same with McCants. Had, had had a good two or three. Well, had, yeah. I'm not going to say a good two or three, but played about two or three seasons. And then. I, I felt like McCants went to a, he went to a, a, a guard loaded fucking Timberwolves. Yeah. Yeah. Which I still thought that he would do well, but but it was so guard heavy. They then they added Johnny Flynn and like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hmm. Guard. All right, heavy. Um, you ready? Let's get it. I call bullshit. All right. right. All right. Let's get to it. All right. So. I ain't even gonna say I hate to do this because because <laughs> I as soon as I saw it as soon as I saw it I immediately responded. So, uh, Barstool Bama, step right up. This is your first time here, so welcome. Get on this red carpet, stand at the parade rest, and you just keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, so I follow I follow Barstool. I still follow even after even after this tweet. Um, but. So of course we, you know, we talked about how Bama has everybody in the portal, all this, all this good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So Julian saying was was uh, one of the quarterbacks that we were very high on, and we wanted to come and play for us. Uh, of course, with Nick Saban retiring, uh, he hopped in the portal and landed landed at Ohio State. As soon as that happened, uh, Barstool Bama they went and tweeted. I truly hope the best for Sane. He was he was all in on the tide, and unfortunately, the circumstances of Saban retiring changed everything, which is true. Totally fair. I get it. But prior to that, when Isaiah Bond transferred to Texas, they went up and tweeted, Grave Digger, nah, more like Gold Digger. So I, so when I saw the Julian, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing when about the Isaiah Bond portion. Mm-hmm. wasn't even wasn't even tripping. I was like, everybody's overreacting. It is what it is. But when this one about Julian saying saying came out, I responded. I I responded to him. I quote tweeted it and I said, from one Bama fan to another, let's call a spade a spade. Why wouldn't you give Isaiah Bond this same tweet? He actually made a difference on the team compared to someone who hasn't even touched the field. Do fucking better. In the hashtag roll tide. Hmm. And I had a couple hey. people retweet it, uh, you know, liked it or whatever. But, you know, like I said, let's call a spade a spade because if you're going to do that shit for somebody who ain't touched the field for Bama, you should definitely have done that for somebody who made, who pretty much helped Bama get to the fucking playoff. I agree. With one of the one of the premier plays of the season against uh, against Auburn in the Iron Bowl. So, uh, of course, 
me with that bullshit. Can you shut the fuck up? Like I said, do do better. I, and I feel like it's because I feel like it's someone. It's it's a guy that actually goes to Alabama. Like he's a student. Mm-hmm. He's a student. But those are the worst. Right. But I'm like, I'm like, dog. If you going like I said, you you constantly tweeting every day about Alabama, which is cool because you keep you keep me in the look. Keep you keep me in the loop. You anytime something come up, you you there. But also, if we gonna if we gonna do this, then let's let's do right by by the people by these players that that actually played for Bama and not these motherfuckers that ain't done shit for Bama. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst, man. I went uh everything this this past summer with Caleb Love, it was the the fan base that was some of the loudest dog, and I'm like, damn, damn. he's still a kid, you know. But um, yeah, like you said. And you shut the fuck up. All right, um, Kevin Durant. I know that ain't who I think it is. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so Kevin Durant is confused on why he's not in the GOAT conversation. I saw oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, you got too much dip on your chip. Um, <laughs> um, so he says, is it because I went to the Warriors? Why shouldn't I be in that conversation? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done in the NBA? Right. Mm. Well, uh, the question is, why should you be in a conversation? That, that's, I mean, what what are your accolades? I mean, I mean, now he, he got a, he got a he got a couple he got a couple he got, yeah yeah he, yeah yeah he has a couple but when you start comparing him to the other greats, the great yeah yeah like. And it doesn't help that you're in the you're currently in the league with LeBron James and yes. Steph Curry. Like pretty much, those are your two. Like you're really competing up against them, right? Because like, if you, you let a lot of people say it, Steph is borderline in that conversation. Steph ain't to a lot of people. Steph ain't made it in that conversation, right? And Steph got more rings than Durant. Yeah, probably got as many scoring titles, if not more, MVPs more. Um, the only thing he don't got more from Durant is uh, Finals MVPs. That's it. That's it. I mean, yeah, Kevin Durant, two titles, four scoring titles, one uh, one MVP of the league. What mm-hmm. two Finals MVPs? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. Finals MVPs. So it's like, like now, don't get don't get us wrong. You got the accolades, but you ain't got enough. That's the thing. You ain't you ain't got enough compared to your to your peers, let alone to the Jordans, the Magics, right. the like the the Birds. Like, mm-hmm. like you're like like once you start stacking up to the to the other greats, like dog, you you drop further and further down uh, yeah. on the, on the totem pole. Yeah, because it's names that you mentioned that don't even get th- thrown in that conversation. That KD can't. Can't, I mean, compare himself to well, he can't compare himself to, but when you talk about the accolades and what they've done in the league, it's like, uh, I don't know, KD. Right. And and by far one of the best fucking players in, in the league. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not, not can't knock him on that. But again, when we talk about the GOAT conversation, that's something completely different, though. Mm, yeah. With that bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. And you shut the fuck up. 
You niggas are crazy. He is a little crazy. <laughs> He's a little, a little crazy. Little crazy. He's a little crazy. All right. So um, up next, um, sporting news. Uh, so sporting news ran an article on the fifteenth of January, um, and it was quoted. Well, the the article was by Jacob Can Can Kamaker, and he said, "What is swag surfing? <laughs> Everything you need to know about the Chiefs' viral dance celebration." as Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey participated and have made swag surfing relevant once again. Fuck you mean made relevant? <laughs> right. What kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> right. And you fuck shut you the fuck up. Re- fucking relevant again. This shit's always been relevant. This shit's been popping since the mid, mid-2000s, dog. Absolutely. It it went away for a little bit, and that motherfucker made a surge like a motherfucker. Yeah. And, and it, the reason why the reason why it's played at the reason why it was played at the Chiefs game because it was already popular, big dog. Absolutely, and, and <laughs> I mean it's always been popular in HBCUs, um, and, oh, and, 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 and co- in college events. Even when it did fade out just a little bit, you yeah. always heard it in college stadiums. Yeah, so it's never went nowhere, um, but. Typical, I guess, colonizer behavior to want to <laughs> take credit for something that um, does not belong to them. I guess right. that's what you want to say. Because yeah, like it's, it's like always it. been relevant. That, that shit, that shit, Taylor. Stop trying to make Taylor Swift the the, yeah. the, the popular the popular girl. She she's already popular. She's already popular already. Like, Absolutely. You can't tie you can't tie the swag. You can't tie swag surfing. Taylor Swift. Sorry, dog. No, no, we not you. You not getting away with that. No, no. Yeah. You smoke crack, uh, don't you? James Panamaker. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Okay. Got it. Hell no, man. What the fuck, man? Get your ass on, Yeah, he 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 got to smoke crack to think. Um, <laughs> all right. So Tristan Thompson. I don't even have no notes for this because. Tristan Thompson has just been suspended 25 games for um, drugs, steroids, basically. Yeah. Uh, um, two banned substances. Right. The question is, what the fuck is he taking them for? And he's averaging four points, three rebounds, and one assist a game. That's a great question because I'm like, what the one, fuck are you? What are, what are you taking them for? Uh, I'm about to fuck up one of these one of these uh, banned substances. The name of one of these banned substances. Uh, uh, a butyl, a butylmorin, and so pretty much that increases. It's a, it's a pretty much it promotes uh, secretion of the human growth growth hormone, which mm-hmm. it, in essentially it increases lean body mass. Mm-hmm. And then the, this other one, uh, this other one is, is a selective uh, and andro. And androgen receptor modulator, another anabi- uh, anabolic compound. Whatever the fuck that means. Chris but, Thompson, look, look. But like you said, what the fuck are you taking this for? Like, what do you? Yeah, not to give us four, give them four. Listen, stop it. You stop injured? it. You hurt? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm just, I, look, you, what the fuck? You, you tear something? What? Like, 
You ain't that old. They stink. You ain't that old. You ain't. You ain't put that much. You ain't been playing like that. Yeah. Yeah, Real. Like you signed with the Lakers and you barely got burned. Now you with the. Now you with the fucking uh, Cavs and you barely getting burned. They said he was just like stats was off the. Out the off the scale, as far as what they used to be, and it's a different story. But then you look at it, you're like, Well, what the fuck? It's waste of steroids, Tristan Thompson. Anywho, um, let's move right on to uh, Udonis Haslam. I know that ain't who I think it is. It is, it has been a while for Udonis, I think. Um, but um, Udonis Haslam says that Duncan Robinson is a better shooter than Kevin Durant, shooter at, at the gun range. <laughs> God, I know he ain't talking about the fucking, I, all the fucking basketball court. <laughs> Maybe he's talking about shooting dice or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> no, he definitely ain't shooting the basketball. <laughs> it definitely ain't shooting. Duncan Robinson don't even shoot the fucking basketball enough to be to be compared to goddamn Kevin Durant. Let alone, let <laughs> to be a better shooter. Yeah, than I, Kevin Durant. I don't like, know. I don't know. He, he I'll gotta, take Kevin Durant on his worst night over yeah, fucking Duncan yeah. Robinson. You got to stop that, uh, Udonis Haslam. Listen. I know. Yeah, I know that shit. I know that shit. Your man, fifty grand, because he played for Miami. It's uh, why do I don't know why we got to hear from him, but whatever. I mean, um, look, just enjoy them retiring your damn jersey, that participation, uh, whatever achievement or whatever. Um, at this point, I think the Nassis Antetokounmpo should get his jersey retired in Milwaukee when he leaves. Right. Retiring fucking Udonis Haslam jersey. Yeah, I'm, I, look, I will give him this. Like, his early years, he, he balled. I, I can't. I mean, I can't, he, he got on the floor I can't and give him. You know. Look, I can't I can't knock it. But also, we know that that's a, that's a longevity retirement. Absolutely. Like, that for, for him to be from Miami to... Pretty much, he he stayed in Miami his whole mm-hmm. whole yeah. whole life for the most part. Didn't have to go nowhere. Didn't get traded. None of that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to be honest, I respect the organization for it because yeah, absolutely, you don't you don't you won't necessarily see. You're not going to see right. that for well, you know, someone who who's not a superstar. Yeah, and that speaks back to you know the talks we had you know a while ago about the uh, Heat culture. Yeah. So, and and how they do things so you know and that's kind of expected from them you know um of course Dwayne Wade would have retired well he did retire there but wouldn't have never left you know if it wasn't for you know I guess other circumstances or whatever else he you know he was ring chasing but who knows um yeah um you don't pass um and you shut the fuck up you smoke crack don't you you smoke crack don't you got it gotta be smoke oh shit is this um, next up, um, DeAndre Ayton. So, um, he says, I got nothing to prove in this league. I'm a max player and I'll continue to be a max player. Oh, brother. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you got too much dip on your chip. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So you have a max player contract. I give you that. Uh, will he get another that's a, one? That's a stretch. Yeah, I, that's a stretch because I, Phoenix did that so they could 
they could easily move you out the way. Absolutely. I mean, we can't debate the contract, but we can debate is he a max player or not? And will, as this point, will he be a max player to continue on? Um, this max player last night scored, what, four points, five rebounds, and three assists, something like that? I mean, well, in 26 games, this max player has a career low 12.8 points per game, a career worse. 53.7% uh, shooting with uh, 10.4 rebounds and 1.5 assists. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Max Player. He's in the second year of his deal uh, with that four-year, that four $132.9 million contract. Scheduled uh, to make 30, $32.4 million this year. Uh and will raise to 35. Oh, excuse me. We'll raise to 34 million next season and the season after that, 35, 35.5 million. Mm. So, mm. you might want to ride this contract out, big dog. Yeah, and enjoy that fucking money while you can because you ain't, you might, you're not going to get that contract again, buddy. Right. Um, DeAndre Ayton. Wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Smoking crack, man. That motherfucker smoking crack, real. Um, last but not least, I know that ain't who I think it is. Is LeBron James? Come on down, LeBron James. LeBron James. When LeBron James was asked about the Lakers making um, any deals or trades before the deadline, he said, honestly, I don't know. I don't play fantasy basketball or make GM moves or have any input when uh, <laughs> when trade or moves are needed. And you shut the fuck up. LeBron, stop it. Stop, stop playing, dog. Right. Stop playing. You we know, know you have a lot of input and influence on any move that the Lakers make just as much as anybody in that front office. Um, I'm pretty sure Rich Paul has a say, so I'm pretty sure it, it goes through his team. Right. They go sit with the whole clutch fam. Absolutely. Discuss all that. So like, let's... let's who you yeah. want? Who you want? Who you want to believe? You are or my uh, my lion ears? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you. Yeah. I'm not. You can't make me believe that, LeBron. Right. So, right. Um. Just. Uh, What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. I don't believe you because you want to be a future owner. So I already know you got you be hands on. Like stop playing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Stop um. All right, man. Let, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Ladies, shout out, ladies. College basketball women women's edition. Shout out to Coach uh, Tara Van Vanderveer, mm -hmm. the most winningest coach of all time right now. Shout out <laughs> for those that don't know. She is the, she's the coach of Stanford. She. Uh, she surpassed Coach K the other night with her uh, 1,203rd win. Uh, she is 70 years old. I didn't know that she began coaching it, but at, at the age of 24. 
That's that's crazy. And to to be coaching, <clears throat> to continue to be coach, you know, to continue to coach at at this day and age is fucking remarkable. It is. To to be the top coach in the league uh, when it comes to wins is incredible, especially with the with the company that she's in with Coach K. Uh, uh, what's my coach in uh, Connecticut? Ariama. Uh, uh, yeah, like when you when you put her in the in this conversation and you see all the coaches that <clears throat> that are mentioned with her, like. Like that's a hell of a that that's a hell of a con- uh, an accomplishment. So mm-hmm. shout out to her. Uh, also, like she's won three national championships, been coach of the year five times, and is already in, has already been inducted into the uh, Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame back in uh, twenty eleven. So shout out, coach. That yep, that's a absolutely. hell of a thing to be able to accomplish. Absolutely, and to I guess for for I mean to to still be flying under the radar like she is. And that's tough to say because if you know basketball, you know basketball, she probably isn't to you, but she don't have a household name like Ariama, Coach K, um, and some of these other college basketball coaches. Right. You know, but hell, Stanford ain't, uh, you know, team that a lot of people talk about either. Right. So, she didn't have some players come through there. Right, absolutely. She's had some. She's had some top, top tier players come through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Big game tomorrow night for the on the women's side. Uh, LSU in South Carolina. Um. Mm-hmm. I will be tuned into that one. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> you want to talk about Caitlin Clark real quick? I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Um. So- I, I've been. I was over it after I saw it. Like I saw it. I saw the. Yeah. I saw the original clip, and then I uh-huh. saw a slower clip, an overhead clip, which made which made a lot more sense uh, of what's happening. But of course, uh, if you've been living under a rock, uh, Ohio so Ohio State upset Iowa <clears throat> a few nights ago, and of course, uh, with that upset, you know, crowd rushes the floor, which. Mm-hmm. Of- of course, if you talk to any of the talking heads, they've been saying it for years like that, you know, they, they want to put a, a stop to something like that. At least wait till these players get off the floor, then then rush the court. But as, uh, you know, as fans are rushing the court, um, Caitlin Clark's trying to get off the court, and there's a Ohio State fan who's clearly not even, clearly not even looking at, at Caitlin. She has a phone up, trying to go celebrate, and wham, collision. <laughs> so, from the look, and if you look at it from from the main angle, it it looks like you can definitely tell. To be honest, it looks like neither one was looking at them, looking at each other from that angle, and they just happened to they just happened to run into each other. But then right. somebody posted another clip of a different angle, and it looked like Caitlin Clark. Check the shit out this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, damn. I said she needs to go play hockey. Yep. She hip nice. checked yeah. check the shit out that woman. Sure did. Um the interesting part about it is of course she's America's um darling and sweetheart. So um 
and she played into it and gave us some white woman tears. Not really tears, but you know, ver verbal, verbal wise. Sob story. She goes on her uh, press conference and says that um, she was blindsided and someone rammed into her and everything else. And like like Smurf said, when you look at the video, the replay slowed down and everything looks so much better in slow motion, right? Shout out to Dave Chappelle. I'm about to say, that's what Dave Chappelle said. But uh, um, it, like you said, it clearly looks like um, she uh, created, well, I'm not gonna say she created that contact, but the, the 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 majority of that contact she created, you know, and she shoved this girl, and then she did some kind of pirouette, hit the ground, and and I've been saying, called the, up and the young lady, the young lady she yeah. ran into, she fell down, got back up, was like, and and that's the crazy thing, right? So you mean to tell me, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that said this and thought this, this quote unquote world class athlete. Could not avoid that collision and and was that hurt from the collision that she's it, I, it, it looks like she gave the majority of the punishment you know uh, it just pop it just it just came to me you know what you know what happened she developed the loser limp like <laughs> once that hit once that hit so you know and here here's what I mean by that People are either losing or have lost. All of a sudden, something hurt. Uh -huh. So that's what that looks like. Like you, boom, you had that collision, bam, and all of a sudden you you just ungod, just hurting ungodly. Like oh my god, like this is the worst shit ever. Like nah, you just got the loser limp. Get up, go and <laughs> go into the locker room, go shower up, yeah, and head on back, up. head on back to Iowa, dog. Get your ass up. It ain't even wet <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, shit. Caitlin Clark, do better. Do better. And, you know, she said she was apologized to by the AD, the, uh, you know, and, and everybody uh, else, the head coach, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Caitlin I Clark, mean, how, about, how about you find that young lady and give her an apology too? But, you know, everybody apologizing to you. How about you apologize to that young lady? I was, uh, yeah. But so, and I will say, I get why they apologizing because, yeah, of yeah. course, the, the rushing of the court is frowned upon. Rushing mm -hmm. the field is frowned upon. But also, like like you said, while everybody's apologizing to you, you need to be apologizing to that young lady. Right. But, you know, her and I'm pretty sure uh, everybody else, um, a lot of the people, um, don't see nothing wrong in what happened. They they think, you know, oh, we got to protect her. Of course, you do got to protect her, but it was the girl's fault. No, whatever. Um, but to move on, uh, let's go to the men's side basketball real quick. Um, my Tar Heels are on uh eight eight uh we're eight and zero in the ACC, eight game mm -hmm. winning streak in the ACC, uh nine nine game winning streak I think overall maybe more than that. Y'all motherfuckers the other night too when y'all uh when y'all played Louisville. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, um, shit, uh, as, yeah, that that game pissed me off halfway through because we took the foot off the gas and then y'all did. They, I was they, like, what they, the they, fuck are y'all doing? Dropped it down under ten, and then next thing you know, turned it back up, and you know we won by almost twenty. So yeah, but um, uh, 
We are number three in the nation, um, and I think we are probably playing the best basketball of anybody else in the in the nation right now. Um, hopefully that continues. I I just feel like we're gonna get tripped up somewhere, um, and I think this game this weekend against Florida State is gonna be one of those tough games. If it's not that game, it's gonna be this next game, or the, uh, I think a game or two after that against Duke. Um, yeah. So, I, I, and that's where it happens. And, and I, I just say that, um, I do I want it to happen? No, but um, I, I am, you know, under, uh, you know, the right mind frame to think that we're not going to run the table in the ACC. We're not going to go 16, 17, 18 and 0 in the ACC. Um, this is college basketball. You're going to lose um, a game or two here or there. Um, so it's going to happen. And, um, you know, it is what it is, but... Uh, Overall, I, I'm 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 100 pleased with how this team is playing. After that Connecticut game, um, our, our defense has just been, you know, a complete, you know, completely different. And this is a different yeah. team and how, how we're playing. Um, one thing that I, I do hate, and like we were talking about students and everybody, uh, Armando Baker getting a lot of flack because his output is not the same as it was last year, the year before. Right. Um, but as, as basketball, you got to understand, um, it's not always about scoring. It's not always about, you know, uh, rebounding or whatever else. And, and, you know, his points are down, but he's still rebounding. Um, but he's doing other things that like a lot of the things don't show up on the, on the, uh, on the stat sheet, um, set, setting screens for RJ Davis to get to the lane for, um, Elliot Cadeau to get to the lane, you know, boxing people out. So. Harrison Ingram can grab 15 rebounds a game. Um, yesterday he, well, not the uh, the Pittsburgh game. He chased somebody down, and Carolina was up by 16 points. He chased the guy down full court, and pinned this shit on the glass, which started right. a fast break for for uh, for Ryan Cormack to hit a three. Like you know, things like that don't show up on on that. And you got to say, y'all think for one of your star players to be doing stuff like that says a lot. You know, right. I think that sends a message out to everybody else. So, um, yeah, the shit that he's getting from from a lot of the fans, a lot of the people, a lot of the students, sex, uh, blogs and everything else is, you know, it's crazy in itself. Because like I said, um, he's doing what needs to be done by him to to contribute to winning. And a lot of that stuff, I mean, you uh, when you go to the NBA or even a lot of, a lot of these college teams, your star player ain't ain't uh running running full court to, to contest a shot or block a shot and they up 16 points or dive on the floor for a loose ball dive in the stands you know what i'm saying so um shout out to baycott uh that's all i got on that college yeah. college basketball for the men's i don't know if you want to add anything uh i mean bama finally they took their first loss uh to tennessee uh <clears throat> excuse me a few nights ago they're playing they're currently playing auburn right now down 62 game just started so uh i mean bama's playing they're playing decent ball that that tennessee game oh boy they got they got their ass ran about the gym uh they got their ass ran about the gym but out, outside of that like I, I can't complain about about bama i just need them to i can stay the course at this point like right i would just i just wish they would learn when to stop shooting threes and take that bitch to the cup like they get they get Especially if they're hitting threes, like they continue to shoot. We've had this conversation several times. I just need, that's the one thing I need them to do. Hey, stop shooting the three, figure out another way to get the ball in the basket. 
outside of trying to shoot that bitch from behind the arc. Mm-hmm. It's that Steph, Steph Curry generation, man. Everybody yeah. has got the, um, you know, but we'll see. Um, let's talk about college football real quick. Um, is there anything to talk about college? No, 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 no. Matter of fact, um, I did want to bring this up. I did want to bring this up. Well, we can say that for the NFL if you talk about hardball if you want. Yeah, I'll um, say, uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. So um, I I saw this. Uh, I want to say a week or two ago, and I didn't say nothing about it. I forgot. But um, news had broke that the NCAA is expected to penalize Florida State for nil related violations. Hmm. Oh, go figure. After mm. All that shit they started with with the, with the selection committee and trying mm-hmm. to exit the ACC and and everything else. Whew. That's what see that I, and, and that's what happens when you when you open your mouth too goddamn much. Mm-hmm. Want somebody you you want somebody to get your attention? You trying to get somebody's attention? Yeah, you got it. You, you the got their attention, and now and now your ass about to get you about to fuck around to get hemmed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, have at it. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't got nothing else on on the uh. Nah, college field. I mean, you know, transfer portals. Yeah. Still popping at the moment. Uh I but actually it's it's starting to calm down because it's about to close. Right. And then we'll be back at it again. Uh you know there's coaching moves here and there. But outside of that, outside of Coach Harbaugh, who we'll talk well, about. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one more. Um Cam McCormick <laughs> was guess was just uh, yeah. granted his ninth season of eligibility to play college football next year. Oh, I saw that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. You smoke crack, don't you? Wrong with you? Don't you? You niggas are crazy. That is all, absolutely fucking crazy. And we talked all, about this a couple times. All I can say is, I hope he, he has to walk out of out of Miami with a fucking doc, doctor. He should have. He should. He has to walk away with a fucking doctrine. You've been he in school. Be allowed to, he shouldn't even be allowed to be fucking anybody on, on, on campus. Look, <laughs> this ad, shit, you a grown ass man at this point. Right. You better leave like, them college uh, girls 20, alone. 25? Yeah, yeah. Right. Better leave them college girls alone. Oh. Yeah. That's wild. I, although, yes, that's he's some fucking. That ain't even a super senior. I don't know what the fuck you call oh, that. What the fuck that is. That's, yeah. Uh, but, Congratulations! Listen, I guess if you want to play nine, I guess. I mean, I mean I of thought... course, I mean, of course, it's, it, all this shit's about to die out just be, yeah. on the strength of because you had the COVID. You know, the COVID year is one, yeah. and he, he's redshirted a few times due to injury. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get it, but also a lot of this shit's about to stop. I thought the goal was to play in the NFL, not college for nine years. But shit, once the NIL put up, motherfuckers like, look, I'm not trying to get this money. I'm I don't think that motherfucker's getting NIL money like that. I mean, shit. You shouldn't. I, I mean, I, it, it, who knows? Cam, who knows who Cam McCormick is? If he was smart, he would get with McCormick, with McCormick to Something. get a season in. Yeah. Season in NIL deal. Yeah, the, the, ninth, the ninth year season. <laughs> all right let's get to basketball man um, um this is rivalry week this week in basketball a lot of these games that are coming on don't seem too interesting right now it's just something about basketball season right now that's just not 
grabbing me. And it don't got to me. It don't Come really got a lot to do with football because we're just seeing playoffs on the weekend. But a lot of these games that are on. Just not come my NBA, right? Yeah, yeah, the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been um, saying, yeah. I, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm watching these games. I watched the Lakers and the Clippers last night. I'm saying, um, yeah. but you know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's just something. Um, maybe maybe they spoiled us with the uh, in season tournament thing. Yep. Because once, once it was like, over, everybody fucking dials it back. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody absolutely. Or it seems it seems that way. Minus minus a couple. I don't. I feel like Denver's Denver's Denver. Yeah. Like Denver, Denver balls out as a team, staff, record label, and the motherfucking crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota's the surprise the surprise team because they're doing well and oh, uh, shit. They, all, they almost they almost about to make me a fan of the team. They let Charlotte take them down yesterday and fuck up Cat's 62-point game. Oh, man. That, that was so fucked up because Cat was ready to talk his shit. I know Cat was ready Shout to talk Shout out to Leaky shit. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Had to sneak that off in there. Yeah, locked but, uh, down on, on But, the no, side. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you because it's like every every time I every time I crack open my laptop and, and mm-hmm. hop on YouTube TV, I'm like, like I'll see a game on. And I'll cut that bitch on, and nine out of ten, it's been a blow. Like it's been a blowout. Yeah. And motherfuckers are scoring a hundred, like damn near 150, 160 points. I'm like, yo, like what the fuck is going on? Somebody scored like, 150. Uh, the Pelicans scored 150 last night. 153. Yeah. I'm like, this shit's not. In- it's not interesting. It's not interesting at all. If it's all fast paced, then yes. But if they're shooting. I.e., let me see. Let, let's, for example, let's see how many three-pointers did the Pelicans take last night. Let's look at this team's team stats. Um, three-pointers. Pelicans was 23 for 46, so 50%. But 46 three-pointers. And the Jazz took 36. Um, and out of, out of well, so the Pelicans took a, uh, 104 shots, which is a lot. Um I never heard of a team. They made it. sixty of. They made. They were sixty-four, one hundred four. I mean, which that that's great. Almost half of their half of their shots was three pointers. Almost. Damn. Almost half of their well, almost half of their shots made was three pointers. Yeah. They hit sixty. They they hit twenty-three shots, and uh, you know, sixty. The other thirty-seven was uh two pointers. Yeah. Only took 15 free throws. Well, and that's I guess that's given when you ain't doing nothing but shooting fucking three pointers. Right. That means ain't nobody playing no fucking defense. Shit. Uh, Jazz Jazz took 32 free throws, but the Jazz um was 12 for 20, 36. God, damn. damn. 12 for 36. But um, yeah. So yeah. Um, but like I said, that that's been the main thing about a, a shit ton of these games, like. Like they're not interesting, regardless of how many fucking points are being right. scored. The games are not fucking interesting because either you don't have all your star players playing, or motherfuckers ain't like it's it's like the all star game. Like mm-hmm. nobody playing no fucking defense. Like dog, I be I be damn if I buy tickets and and that's the this is the type of game that I see. I'm gonna be mad as hell. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yo, y'all gonna stop somebody? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, to me, college basketball is so much more exciting. It's hard for me to sell the NBA to somebody, you know, especially, like, if you got a, you know, a woman or something that she wants to get into basketball, and she's like, well, let's watch it. You, want, you know what I'm saying? Because the, the way they're playing basketball is just crazy in the NBA. I saw this um interesting uh, back and forth, and it wasn't even a real back and forth, but um, uh, George Lynch. No, no, no. It was Antoine Jameson. He was talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot who he was talking to, but basically he said, you know, he works with the Washington Wizards, uh, uh, the development team. Um, and he said the crazy thing is, in the NBA these days, they have to teach you things that you should learn in college. And the reason why is because High school, college. Uh, yeah, these guys aren't learning it. They don't. There's a lot of fundamentals that they aren't learning at those levels because of whatever reason so he said i meant to put this as our weekly segment i i forgot the i forgot the that because i i bookmarked i bookmarked that video mm-hmm. and that's uh you know that, that's not what he said verbatim but we get the gist of it but i mean yeah. you can see it yeah the nba is so much so much more driven off of um talent and uh ability than it is fundamentals Cause nobody, cause they look at it as nobody gives a shit about fundamentals. Right. Like you should, by the time you get to the league, you should have all the fundamentals. Yeah. But if, but if which, this guy is, is faster correct. than you, he's faster than you, stronger than you, can jump higher than you. Um, you know, his, his athletic ability is just go, is going pretty much. That's what people want to see. And it's going to take you far. That's why the men game looks so much better than the women's game. Because you got motherfuckers flying out the gym, catching alley-oops hitting, you know, threes from all over the floor. Cross, right. You know, it's a lot of lot of shit going on. In in theory, the men's game look looks better, right. but but when you watch women like they yeah. they play, they have that fundamental game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have motherfuckers who can give you a little a little flair. The only thing they can't right. do is it's fucking dunk. I mean, right. majority of the league, but you have you know, you have the ones and twos or whatever, but mm-hmm. outside outside of not being able to dunk the women, the women have a more solid. They play a more solid yeah. game. It's, yeah, yeah, it's more sound and more fundamental. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I mean. Like, like, yeah, and men's basketball is like I said, athletic ability, flying around the rim, um, reverse layups, and like midair, changing hands, and I mean, don't get Which and is a lot cool. of that shit looks great. Don't get right. me wrong. It's cool. Yeah, don't get me wrong. A lot of that shit looks great. Cause, you know, we like to see a nigga get dunked on, somebody get crossed over, and you know, um, and but uh, yeah. Um, to move I, on, I like to I like to break that down a little bit further, man. Like a, another episode, like oh, okay. breaking that down because, like you said, like it's not the shit's not being taught in high school, mm-hmm. college anymore, and that's where you're supposed to learn, especially in high yeah. school. Hell, junior high. Yeah. But if you have a junior high school team, like all that shit is supposed to be taught at that level, mm-hmm. and you're just supposed to hone hone it and become better and be able to to read you know read the floor as you get further and further in into playing basketball Uh um to move on real quick um we had a trade um terry rozier was traded from the charlotte hornets to the miami heat for kyle lowry and a number one pick in 2027 Nice pick, great pickup for uh for the Heat. Yeah, great pickup for the Heat. I'm pretty sure the Hornets will trade Kyle Lowry. Um, 
Probably try to. They're probably trying to compile draft picks. But uh, um, Doc Rivers, the Bucks are hiring after they fire Adrian Griffin, which was kind of interesting because Adrian Griffin is actually what 33, 34, and thirteen. Um, 30, don't have a 30 bad and 13, Thirty and thirteen in forty-three games. Yeah, and uh, is what number two in the Eastern Conference? Two, so, two in the East. Yep. Yeah. So um. In, <clears throat> I said, how the fuck you get hired? That they they announced that shit last night, mm-hmm. and announced Doc Rivers being hired this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, get the, not even twenty four hours. Yep, that's wild. Yeah, which means they. But so I looked a little bit further into it so I, because I was like, I was like, hold up. I'm like, Adrian Griffin just got signed as the head coach. I kept looking. I kept looking for his contract. Every article I pulled up said the same shit. It was a multi-year contract, with an annual salary, four million dollars, which made me think the that they didn't necessarily. Adrian Griffin wasn't there. Wasn't necessarily their guy, but they were willing to take a chance. So that's why the fucking contract looks like it is because it's an easy. It's an easy out on the contract. Okay, so let's say let's say it's five, a five year, excuse me, a five year uh, contract. That's twenty million dollars. Like shit, that's a little drop in the bucket for most for most uh yeah for most organizations. True. Like you can you can get rid of a coach with a contract like that and not have to worry about uh not have to necessarily worry about it from a financial standpoint because you're not taking that much of a hit. No, not at all. So, so that that's my that's my conspiracy theory as far as uh as far as seeing Adrian Griffin get fired and Doc Rivers being hired. Yeah, I was just uh listening and a lot of, a lot of people were saying that um they feel like this is Doc's last chance in the NBA. Um he has I think so. Too many too many uh three one leads blown. Um, too many times he's had good teams and underachieved. Um, the game seven losses and everything else. So oh, he has if, ten game seven losses. If he can't get it done with this team, um, they feel like you know, with the next two years or so, this could be his last NBA job, which is crazy to me because we've seen some of the. I mean, he has a ring. We've seen coaches. Um, you know, year in, year out, make it happen. Um, and for some reason, just can't get over the hump. But I mean, hell. I mean, and that's why he was hired because he. Right. Once you once you're an NBA champion as a coach, oh you you got a job forever. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who you are, Nick yeah, Nurse. Because guess what, Nick Nurse about to get. They talking talking about he he's about to be a head coach for, for somebody's shit. Nick Nurse already coaching. Fucking coaching, really. That's right. Fuck. I don't know. I think the article, like the article, the way, oh, because fucking Adrian Griffin was, uh, was assistant coach. My bad. But yeah, I'm like, but, but when you think about it, like any coach that's won a championship is, has a job forever. Don't give a shit. Why? Because NBA championship, uh, head coach. Mm-hmm. That's all, all, that's all you need on your resume. Basically. Basically. All right, uh, 
What we got next? Got the U.S. Olympic player pool. Uh, this pool does not include uh, Draymond Green. I don't know why it would have, to be honest. Well, in a sense, in a sense, put it like this. Had all the bullshit not happened, Draymond would be in this pool. Yeah, I mean, you do need a... Uh, long, 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 longer the short of it. Yeah, you need a glue guy. Thing with the... Well, for Josh, I was about to say for Josh, since he's injured, but I think had he not been injured, he wouldn't have been... He wouldn't have been on on here. I think they would have they would have waited till the next one. You know, here uh, here's my problem with with this. Either you're gonna play or you're not gonna play. I'm uh, like, why do we always have to wait till we lose or get embarrassed to say, okay, we need the the best players. Right. in this game right. why like it, we should have the best players in the olympics every year that's why it's the olympics if not then just keep the same players from last year add on the new guys or whoever you need to plug in place and just keep it going like if if lebron is done kd is done steph is done all these you know the vets the, that's been there had like two if they are absolutely done playing olympic basketball then let that be it don't wait till the team loses and dun da da da. Now you know. Oh, we gotta form. You know, fucking Voltron number five. <laughs> right. You know, we gotta form fucking Voltron. I'm gonna I'm gonna run off this list real fast, and I hi I highlighted the 15 that I would take to Paris, but I I don't know if you had a chance to look and kind of pick pick out yours. But I'm I'm gonna run over the list real quick. Uh, you got Bam Adebayo, Jared Allen. Pablo Benchero, uh, Desmond Bain, Scotty Barnes, Devin Booker, uh, Mikael Bridges, uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Jimmy Butler, Alex Caruso, Steph, uh, AD, KD, Anthony Edwards, uh, Embiid, De'Aaron Fox, Paul George, uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, Halliburton, uh, James Harden, Josh Hart, Tyler Hero, uh, Drew Holiday, Chet Holmgren, uh, Brandon, In- Brandon Ingram, uh, Kyrie, Jared Jackson, excuse me, Jared Jackson Jr., LeBron, Cam Johnson, uh, Walker Kessler, Kawhi Leonard, Dame Lillard, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Bobby Portis, Austin Reeves, uh, Duncan Robinson, Jason Tatum, White, uh, Derek White, and Trey Young. Now, my 15 that I would take the Bears, uh, I'll take Paolo. Uh, Devin Booker, Steph, AD, KD, Anthony Edwards, Jimmy Butler, uh, MB, Paul George, Chet, LeBron, Kawhi, Dane, and Jason Tate. I'm good with that. I'm just no. And I know, like motherfuckers, like you wouldn't take James Harden or Kyrie. Nah, I'm cool. I they just, I mean, they just need to build a team and have that team. Hey. As they did the other, uh, what, ten years ago, yeah. when when we got embarrassed and they wanted to form, hey, this has to be uh, what, two year, three year commitment. Yeah, that's what it. I mean, but whatever. Um, all right, let's get to the football, man. Woo! Let's get to that football. 
Um, you want to talk about John Harbaugh real quick, or you want to do the game? Yeah, yeah, we, we can talk about John Harbaugh. Congratulations, John. Shout out John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, uh, he just accepted oh, the, I keep saying John, Jim. He just accepted the job to coach the uh, L.A. Chargers, which he was a player for. I think that is the last team he played for. Um, yep, five-year deal. I don't think the, the money has came out yet, but who cares? It's his money. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, um saw, we saw this coming. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, wonder why it took so long. Anyway, I mean, it ain't like they was interviewing too many other people. But right. I mean, they got to go through the uh, through the channels and and uh, sure. you know, give other even though they already know who they want. So give them a, give them a fighting chance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, give him a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a good hire. Like we we've seen we've seen Jim in the NFL before. Yep, he, he's reached the Super Bowl. Like we know we know he can coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough tough sledding from Michigan. Although I wonder I want to see if if this opened up the floodgates when it comes to Michigan and in their recruits so so that portal has opened has now opened up for michigan so they have 30 days to if they're going to transfer they're going to transfer uh but hell we need to see who's going to be be the head coach we i would like to think it's going to be uh oh sharon baby sharon (laughs) I i would like to think it would be him but you know stranger stranger things have happened right um Michigan. So that coach is already in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Right. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But congrats to, to Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he, I mean, hopefully with with uh, Justin Herbert coming from injury, you know that team. It, that team was decimated with injuries. So hopefully uh, everybody comes back healthy. That team and they figure out whatever uh, whatever. Players are leaving, coming and you know, coming and going as far as uh, far as free agency and stuff like that. Like, uh, I'm interested to see how that team looks once, once they, uh, once the NFL draft is done and they they get that team uh, solidified. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to the divisional round. Uh, we had the let's go with the Bucks and the Lions. Um, uh, I I wasn't impressed. Um, and that's I was riding with the riding with the Lions the whole way. Yeah, Detroit Detroit played like Detroit, like they've been playing the last couple weeks. Um, and the game kind of went how I expected it to win. I didn't expect Tampa to have as much success as they had, especially. Towards the end, when uh looked like Mike Evans was about to take over the damn game, right? Couldn't do shit with him, but um, because in the beginning I'm like shit, he was it was a struggle to get him the ball in the beginning, right? And even even the the targets that he got, he was dropping them at first, and then Mm -hmm. made that motherfucking one play, boy, and it just kind of took off from there. Yeah, but um, the the Bucks finally, um, I mean, time the the clock finally uh. Block finally struck 12 on the Buccaneers. So, 
Um, that that's I mean, and I, I expected that. Um, I really didn't expect them to get past Philly, but it did happen. I thought this was going to be a little harder than, than that, and it proved to be that. Um, I, at this point in time, well, I'll say that for later, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, of course, uh, of course, watching Jameer Gibb do his thing, Gary Goff, he had, he had one, he had one touchdown throw. That bitch was on the fucking money to, uh, oh yeah, to Amon St. Brown. I was like, ooh, that, that motherfucker put, he just put that bitch on, on me. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably the best, probably his best throw in that game to me. Mm-hmm. And for it to be for a score was perfect. Um, I mean. Fucking me, Lions, they 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 look good at times, and then like you said, towards the end, it was like, what are y'all doing? Right. Like, like what are y'all doing? Y'all y'all could have easily ran this clock out. Yeah. When the game long before, well ahead of time. But uh, but shout out, shout out to shout out to the Bucks because they did make it a game. Like like they. They played about as good as they could at the end. Baker Mayfield, he, he took a gamble and it bit him in the ass at the end with that last interception. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, I mean, shout out to the Lions for, for getting that dub and they will face your boys mm-hmm. in, the, um, in the conference. Yeah. Let's leave that one for last. I might have a little little more to. <laughs> that play your boys, but we'll get we'll get to the 40, 49 Packers game in a sec. Uh, Let's go Texans Texas Ravens. Um I, this game I thought this would be a better game. Yeah. Uh, well well honestly it went kinda how I thought it would go. But um this was a tight game until the third quarter. It was yeah. 10 10 and a half. Um yeah. Baltimore looked rusty, kind of like, you know, 49ers, which we'll get to later. Baltimore looked rusty, um, and they shook it off and got back to playing how they had been playing the previous six, seven, eight, nine weeks. And, um, I mean, um, Lamar Jackson running the way he can can run, I mean, um, it's just – such a fucking wild card that it's oh. if your defense isn't prepped for that and you can't get any kind of penetration or contain the pocket, right? It's gonna be a hard day for you. And and that 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 really showed up in this Texan game because they could not control the pocket, could not contain it, and it it ended up being a long day for them. Yeah, they they ran the ball whenever they, they ran the ball whenever they felt felt like it with whoever they felt like it. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever they felt went. I you, you oh you ain't got enough touches. Let me let's gonna give you some touches real quick. Uh, yeah. just still oh Gus, we need you. Gave Gus some touches. Hell, they gave fucking Dalvin. I forgot they signed Dalvin Cook. Even yep. Dalvin Cook got out that bitch and got got some goddamn yards yards on the ground. I was like, yo, like, and they, and they just activated him. Right. So uh, but I mean Baltimore like their defense their defense played lights out. Yeah. Um, and and that was the that was the that was the the, the deal breaker right there uh, in this game was Baltimore's defense. Like they and played they, lights out from yeah. start to finish. And the defense only gave up three points. For real, if you want to be honest, because the, because seven of those points came off of, uh, a what was the punt return, right? Punt return. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, but for that defense to shut down 
that offense that we had seen, you know, lighting motherfuckers up, it's crazy. But I do want to give a shout out to the Texans. I thought that I thought it would be a more interesting game. I thought it, they would give Baltimore a go. I ch- I picked I picked the Texans just just to ride the hot hand. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, with with the Texans being a young team, I mean, shit, they ain't had shit to lose. They ain't had nothing to lose. They're, they're playing with house money. It's a, they've been playing with house money all season long. All season long, they've been playing with house money. So shout out, shout out to the Texans. It's a, definitely a step in the right direction for them. Uh, so uh, they got the draft coming up, so they got they got some first round picks, and so that team will that team should get better as as these years go go on. Um, now we yeah. get to see, we get to see Lamar in, in the fucking. In the conference, uh, in the conference championship game, mm-hmm. first time. Um, if I was a Chiefs or a Bills fan, I would have been so stressed out by this Buffalo and Kansas City game, um, especially in that last quarter. Um, it because it looked to me, it looked like the Bills didn't want to win the game, and Kansas City was like, "Well, uh, hold on, player." You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to win the game. Yeah, we don't want to win the game either. Um, and, and I say that because um, the Bills, to me, they went away from their whole game plan in the fourth quarter. And then um, a stupid fourth and five that they went for, um, they did a fake punt. That shit just completely um, – Look, <laughs> the, the fucking – the memes that came off of yeah. that – for Demar Hamlin to get the ball, and they, I'm, Demar probably is like, you want, wait, you want me to, you yeah. want me to do what? Um, alright, we we gonna we gonna hope it work. And they, the bad part about that play, Kansas City only had ten players on the field. Absolutely, absolutely. So That's what made matters worse. They did that shit. Then Kansas City went down, and I'm like, well, they're about to score. The game's over. Yep. And they, these motherfuckers fumble out the back of the end zone. Oh, and then like, Buffalo yeah. comes back, marches the field. And um, Josh Allen, I don't, he, he's missing wide open, wide open motherfuckers in the end zone. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that throwing, one in the end zone. Yeah. I was like, bad dude. check downs. Um, this is something I did not know that now makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I did not know that Josh Allen only completed six passes. That was um, down the field. Yeah, down the field. Because everything so, else was behind the line of scrimmage. So it made sense that that last drive was looked the way it looked because I mean he was missing a lot of checkdowns. Um, I, I mean it, it's just looked wild. And then the field goal. I mean, um, at, you know, all the pieces everyone is blaming. It's either you're blaming the kicker or the rest of the team for not you know converting, or you're blaming Josh Allen. I think overall it's just a, a, a bad team loss, um, yeah. bad coaching, and um, that's one of the reasons why I picked Kansas City because I I don't know if I said a hero or, or um, unapologetic. I said it's hard for me right now to just go against Patrick Mahomes. Right, we both so said for that for that game. Like, yeah, we yeah, both so, said. So I mean. It was a, a bunch of uh, everything that happened bad for Buffalo. And like I said, yeah. it just looked like they didn't want to win. Well, 
I'll, I'll start by saying uh, shout out to Pat, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not. Finna- I don't want to. I don't want to do like first take. I mean, not first take, but get up. Which give me give me a second on that because they pissed me off. And I'm thank God for Ryan Clark. Uh, but again, Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things. Uh, Travis Kelsey finally got his head up out of his ass and and got some got some big time plays going. And it seemed like. As that as that game went along, everybody else decided to step step up and make, help uh, Patrick Mahomes make plays. And to me, that was the actually that wasn't even the the main reason. The defense is uh, again the, their defense has been playing lights out throughout the throughout the uh, the last few games of the season and into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Chris Chandler had had two plays where one was. One, he created the fumble that that fucking that they didn't that they didn't pick up because Jesus this motherfucker one tried to pick that, it up that and was, run it. That was another one where they could have they could have ended the game then. Mm-hmm. And then the fun. other one was that was that pass that Josh that Josh Allen missed where he pushed that lineman into Josh Allen. Like Chris Chandler, Chris Chandler had those two plays were like the the biggest plays. Uh, from from the defensive standpoint, um, in that game, um, yeah. So now to now to get up, these motherfuckers went the whole a block, huh. praising Josh Allen, and like I said, thank God for Ryan Clark, who set the record straight. Like yo, why are we giving why are we giving all this praise to Josh Allen, uh, somebody who lost for well, the third time? For the third time again against the same fucking team. You know Greeny been on that train for the longest. But we don't do this for other quarterbacks. Especially a Lamar Jackson. So why are we doing this for why are we doing this for Josh Allen? He ain't he's he hasn't done anything outside of making it to the uh conference championship. He hasn't done nothing. Yep, I'll Yo, to be honest, he wouldn't he wouldn't be as good as he is until if it wasn't for them trading for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. 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 So. His, his career changed a whole lot of the Stefan got there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, I mean, outside of, uh, again, congratulations to the Chiefs. My thing is, like, let's, let's relax on this whole Josh Allen thing because my thing is, we can really poke if you want to poke some holes in in that game. You can really poke some holes mm-hmm. in that game. You can how how the media loves to put put a game on a quarterback. You could have easily put this game on on Josh Allen. Right, hard fought game by both of them, and and um, oh, yeah. um, Kansas City really, you know, found a way to reverse everything that they had going wrong for them throughout the season. And um, really running the ball hard, so um, they 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 deserve this game because just executing and playing as hard as they did. Um, now on to the 49ers and Packers. Um, actually, I'm I'm not gonna be that long on this. Um, I really think um, us not really playing because a lot of the players majority of the players did not play for two weeks um 
including the 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 week before the bye week and then the bye week. Um, all that rust showed during this game, and it just looked terrible. Debo went out. I want to say the second time first he touched first. Yeah, yeah first, first second, second time he touched the ball. So yeah. um, that hurt a whole lot. Um, for me, I I will say this, and I'll admit it. Um, I think uh, San Francisco should have lost this game. They should have lost this game. Um, but they found a way to win. Um, they were beat in every aspect of this game to me, besides when it mattered most. Um, they got out coached, they got outplayed. I mean, out everything until the last. But the one problem Green Bay made was letting them stay around and let yeah. them be close enough to to pull it out. Um, I always say this about the analytics thing. Um, that oh, in this situation, it's fourth and two. Um, analytics or stats say you should go for I never understand that. Um, Green Bay went for it on a fourth and two in the red zone. I think they was around a five, the four or five yard line or something like that. Yeah. Did, did not convert. Um, I never believe in leaving points off the board. I never right. believe in um, Green Bay lost by three points. That's three points that they could have and they also missed the field goal so they could have actually been up. Yeah. You know, six points so who knows um but um i will congratulate my 49ers on winning hard fought game um defense really uh made it made it tough on on the packers when they needed to the most um i want to address brock purdy well the brock purdy talk real quick um okay. brock purdy is brock purdy um i don't know where we got the idea or the thought that He's in Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, um, whoever you want to name, the the the, the top tier, cream, cream of the crop quarterbacks. Um, so all everyone acting like he is in that category, I, I don't get it, you know, for the the uh, slander that he's getting. Um, every quarterback wants to be put in a right situation. They want to have the run it, the Christian McCaffrey. They want to have a Debo Samuels. It's just everybody don't don't get that. So. Um, him having those weapons, I don't see why that's being held against him. Um, you work with what you work with. Um, just like we said about Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen's career has taken a, a different turn once um, Diggs got there. Um, so having these guys come in and, and play or, or whatever else. And and he was a uh, – he's Mr. Relevance. No one right. expected him to be playing in uh, – the starting quarterback of the uh, of, of two NFC championships, right? And he's only played. He, he hasn't even played a, a year two. Yes, yeah. and it, it's ain't even a whole. It, it's like right. One it's like his five. Yeah, right. It's like so, his full year. Yeah. So I I don't. I mean I don't. I don't understand it. Um. I I just I just want him to keep playing and and showing the 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 naysayers and the doubters, whatever. Um. Um. Do I think we can win a Super Bowl with him? I absolutely do. You mean to tell me that Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson can win a Super Bowl and as terrible as they was, they had defense run them through the playoffs. So, I mean, yes. If they can win a Super Bowl, I think he can win a Super Bowl. Is he the is he the worst quarterback out of all the quarterbacks left in, this, in, in here? Absolutely. But that don't mean a lot to me because it – O overall, the best team wins the Super Bowl. Right. 
So if we just happen to have the best team and we win it, I'm fine with it. I, I like I, all the other stuff is irrelevant to me. Yeah. Uh, shout out to to the 49. Congratulations to 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 the boys for for figuring it out and, and uh, getting through. I will say this: Green Bay's offensive line did a hell of a job. Absolutely keeping uh, Chase Young and fucking. Uh, 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 Bosa, keeping them in check. They they kept them in check pretty much all game, and they were they were able to to make shit happen. And like you said, get a, get a lead here and there. But like like you said earlier, they 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 couldn't extend that lead to a point where it got out of reach or it made the 49ers have to figure it out. Like it was the game was always in reach. Mm-hmm. I think had I think had it had they like you said had they had they been able to get them two field goals and get up by six, of course it would have put some pressure, would have put some pressure on, on that offense, and and instead of having to go for a field goal, of course y'all would have had to go for for a whole, you know for a touchdown. Um, Jordan Love, Jordan Love did did what he had to do. I, I think uh, Green Bay. Has a now has their quarterback for for you know from here on out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Love should he, I'm sure he's about to get paid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. At least he, he, he yeah, should. He's gonna get paid he and he has a uh, he he's gonna have a nice nice long career. Yeah, he he looks good. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad to see that that his his career is finally getting to take off uh, now from being under Aaron Rodgers and. It looked grim as hell during the beginning of the season, but as a as a whole, the team team got themselves together and were able to make make it this far. So, congratulations you know, congratulations to Green Bay for for making it this far. Um, definitely want to see Jordan Love and that team do well moving forward. Um, really, I I mean, hell, you touched on everything on this game as far as, as far as how it played out. Uh, I'm with you as far as when it comes to Brock Purdy. Like, like let this let this man be. This man is year two, and right. he's year two in the league. But like you said, only played. Uh, this is his first full season, and he played half a season last year because of the fact of of uh, Garoppolo getting hurt, and then he got hurt him damn self. Mm-hmm. So. And, and, now, and every quarterback, I mean, cannot take you to two consecutive NFC championships. And people are saying, well, did uh, well, Garoppolo did this. Gar- yeah, Garoppolo did. But also, Garoppolo wasn't. Um, uh, um, there's a lot of things that Garoppolo didn't do that Purdy is doing. So far right. as in the completion percentages and the efficiency and all that, it's a whole lot of shit. So, I mean. Right. It, Garoppolo didn't make all uh, the Pro Bowl team. All he wasn't considered All Pro. So I mean, it's it is what it is, man. And he had the mo- he had the majority of these weapons minus Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, I mean, whatever. But on to the uh, conference championship. We got Chiefs and the Ravens, Lions and the 49ers. Ooh. Well, I, I'm, I'm going torn. Between, I'm torn between both games. I ain't told you. I'm I'm going with my 49ers. I just um I feel like we're gonna correct all the deficiencies and problems that we had last week. Do I expect us to play? And that excuse me, that was my main thing. We we 
couldn't have played no worse than we played for three quarters last week. Um, I don't expect us to repeat like that. Um, I've seen Detroit, and Detroit, uh, I mean, they're going to have to play like lights out or the same level that they've been playing. And I think we can beat them the same level they've been playing, or there's going to be a drop-off somewhere because it has to happen. It has to come. So um, if Detroit play lights out and we play the same, if we play if we play like we played last week, we're going to lose, but I don't see that happening. That's me in a nutshell. Uh, man. I, I was going to say, I, before we got on, I had checked about Debo. So it's still un- – it's still kind of unknown if he's gonna if he's gonna play this weekend or not. I, just depending on how that shoulder is. I mean, hell, it's a, it's a fucking shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. So who who knows how how it's doing? So that, I'm pretty sure that's why you're gonna be right a day the day before or maybe even game time decision. And that makes a lot. That makes a uh, changes a lot too. Yeah. Um. I'm going to lean towards the 49ers in this game. But it's hard as hell because both mm-hmm. both teams have a good offense. Like the they have actually a great offense. Both teams have a great offense and that and the defense. Like I think it's this will be more of a defensive battle, I think, in the grand scheme of things. Because both de- both defenses are, are top notch. If Debo plays, like you said, if if Debo plays, I think y'all, I think y'all, y'all ball out. If Debo doesn't play, I think it's going to come down to a to a field goal, like a game winning field goal. <laughs> right. Um, one thing I do like for us is that um, we kind of struggle against mobile quarterbacks, quarterbacks that can get outside the pocket and you know. It's thin plays, and that is not Jared Goff. Jared Goff is a damn statue in the pocket. So, um, hopefully that that that's you know plays into our hand well. That our our uh, line can get a lot of pressure on him. So, hopefully. but yeah. all right, where we at? Houston fucking Ravens. Man, it's it's hard for me to go against the Chiefs. I know, right? It, how do you go against Michael Jordan? Mm. Um, and Kansas City's defense is playing very good mm-hmm. football. If anybody can stop them, can stop Lamar right now and contain him, it is Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but I don't, I don't see it happening, man. I, I, I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Mm. I'm go with Baltimore. I want to see Lamar make it to uh, make it to the Super Bowl. I'm a roll with the Chiefs because of, just because of Patrick Mahomes alone. And I, I want too hard. You know, nah. <laughs> I'm a roll with I'm a roll with the Chiefs, and I'm of course I'm not confident in this pick. Just on the strength that we've seen we've seen these receivers, we've seen these receivers at the uh, shit. Last week was their best, and it's not even close. Mm-hmm. That's the best we've seen that receiving core uh, play out for the Chiefs uh, throughout the season. 
But like you said, that defense, that defense has been balling out. Game after game after game. And like I said, you got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I, and that's my that's my only reason for picking the Chiefs is him. And, and this is nothing against nothing against the Ravens because guess what, Ravens defense balling out, mm-hmm. balling the fuck out. Only I think the main thing is if if the Ravens can run the ball like they did last week, then the Ravens the Ravens got this game. Right. But that's gonna that's gonna open up the floodgates. Uh, for for the Ravens in their in that that entire playbook, right? Yeah, Chiefs it, and Chiefs might be able to run it like they did if they can. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, what? That's it for picks, I guess. Uh, I I got, like I said, this this is gonna be ooh boy. Yeah, I will definitely be tuned in heavy. Um, although Detroit, Baltimore. Detroit, Baltimore, fucking uh, Super Bowl is going to bring out the black community. <laughs> yeah, but um, those those that don't just just go look that up. Go, go look up. Go look up both cities. That's all I'm gonna say. So we got a weekly segment of um, what's considered a failure, and this is as far as in the season. Um. Um. Depends on your expectations. Yeah, depending on your expectations, especially as a fan. Um, I, I think I will let's see. Um so, so real quick, for instance, the Cowboys. This season is a failure. It definitely is. And the reason why is because I, I'll I'll say they regressed from last year. Like they, they did win a game last year in the playoffs. Uh Philly's the same way. Philly regressed. Like, like y'all Y'all completely, re- and that's why I was like, I don't know how the fuck y'all y'all went ten and one and just completely fell off the earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna reveal itself over time. It may reveal itself during the off season, like what the real issue was. But as of right now, as as the staff record label and, and the motherfucking crew, y'all look bad. Bad. Okay. Question was. The Dolphins season considered is, is that considered a failure? Uh, I think so. I, I and I say that just from the way the team was constructed, the way, uh, and two played two played every game this season. Yeah. Do you think uh, Dolphins fans and people had Super Bowl aspirations, or, or that that's uh, where yeah. they saw their team at at the beginning of the when, season? When or, no motherfucker scored seventy. When they scored seventy in that that's game, mid-season, oh. so yeah. But no, I'm saying though, like once they saw that they they could put up that amount of points, mm-hmm. they oh, the the sky was the limit for for the Dolphins, the Dolphins fans. Okay, um, so what team would you say had a successful season so far? Oh, the Texans by head and shoulders. Texans because that that that, that team. That team, brand new, brand new everything for that team. Quarterback, quarterback, receivers, like everything in that coach, offensive coordinator, everything, even management. Like every everybody's new. And the expectation for that team was very low. 
Definitely Hell, play. even for me, I, I didn't think – I thought they would win a few games, but not to – not looking like a playoff caliber team in with a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, and, and offensive court. Like, everything just lined up perfect for them. I'll say them too. What about uh, Green Bay? Yep. They're no, yep. They're another team. Because they didn't know what they were they they didn't know what they were getting after after Aaron Rodgers left. Right. Because every any time that Jordan Love got out there for whatever short period of time he got out there for, it didn't it didn't necessarily look good. And then the start of the season, like I said, start of the season they were like two and five or something like that. Yeah. And I then they turned that shit around. They were able to turn it around. I think they overachieved. Uh yeah. Yeah, I, that's why I was I was interested in that when we just look at the uh, failures and and seasons considered a success and um for and I'll, I'll throw my tarios out there from last year that uh we we were preseason number one um coming off uh, a second half or a ten minute collapse um in the national championship and then you know coming back ranked preseason number one and all the other stuff and we just completely. Bombed. Um, I'll say the Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, this, because, yeah this because of their expectation. Their expectation was a three piece. Yeah. Now, when you look, but when you look at it in totality, if you look at it, it just depends on how you look at it. Because you look at the record, they they had a, they had a winning record. Mm-hmm. Their their one loss came at the at the worst time in the SEC championship. Yep. Yeah. Right. Up here, giving an interview. All right. Um. All right. You got a. Uh, you got an athlete. I do. I do. Uh-huh. I have Mr. Willie E. Jeffers. He was a uh, former former football football player and coach. Uh, played for South Carolina State. Uh, South Carolina State University as a center. Uh, after his college days, he was a defensive. He ended up be, becoming a defensive line coach for North Carolina A and T from 1968 to 71. After that, he went to Pittsburgh as an assistant coach in 1972. Uh, went back to his alma mater as a head coach at South Carolina State from 73 to 78. Uh, the main reason why I chose him because in 1979 he he was uh he became the first African African American head coach of the NCAA Division One football program at a PWI for Wichita State, mm. uh, and that was from 79 to 83. After that, he went to he went to coach at Howard uh, from 84 to 80, 1988. Uh, back to South Carolina State from '89 to 2000 uh, to 2001. Uh, he won three three uh, black college uh, national titles and was the head uh, the, the MEAC coach. Uh, excuse me, the MEAC coach of the year five times and was inducted into the uh, College Football Hall of Fame in 2010. So shout out, Mister Mister Willie E. Jeffries. Willie, that's a strong name, Mr. Willie E. Hey, you, hey, you've got to got, you've got to call him Mr. Willie E. <laughs> Willie E. All right, um, I got Antonio Duran Pierce. 
Um, he was just announced as the uh, Las Vegas Raiders head coach. And give y'all a little information about Antonio Pierce. He played nine seasons as a linebacker in the NFL. He won a Super Bowl with the New York Giants in 20, uh, 2007. He played college football at Arizona, the Wildcats, and he was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Washington Redskins, which he later went to the Giants. In uh, 2014, he began his coaching career. Um, he started at uh, Long Beach Poly High School, and then he served as an assistant coach for Arizona State University. And um, he went on to be a linebackers coach in, uh, as Las Vegas Raiders and promoted to a uh, defensive coordinator and now he is the head coach for the Las, uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, as a player. He played for the Redskins from 01 to 04, the Giants from 05 to 09. As a coach, like I say, he played for Long Beach Poly, Arizona State, Arizona State. Well, he was uh, in the Arizona State system and then he went to the Las Vegas uh, Raiders um, as a linebacker coach, then an interim head coach and a linebacker's coach. I'm sorry. Uh, Super Bowl champion. He made a Pro Bowl in uh, 2006. He has 691 career total tackle, uh, tackles. He has nine sacks, eight forced fumbles, ten fumble recoveries, seven interceptions, two defensive touchdowns. Um, and yeah, Antonio Pierce. Going to end this thing on a high note. Bad. Play some traveling music. Everybody's going downtown on the A train. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How many times you shot? Pulling up yet again. Rocking with us as always. We appreciate everybody. Uh, please tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a mama and them to pull up and give us give us a try. Yes, uh, indeed. Please like, share, subscribe, hit us up, holler at us, we holler back. That's all I got, big flow. Absolutely. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all for pulling up, pulling up a chair, uh, and tuning in, rocking with us. Um, appreciate y'all for letting us start your uh, weekend off with the sports talk. Um, good games coming up this weekend. I'm, I'm uh, speaking that to uh, fruition, manifesting, manifesting it. Um, and yeah, thank y'all, thank y'all for the love, support, all that good stuff. As Smurf said, like, share, subscribe. And we are out of here, y'all. Fuck you and every nigga came with you. Give me my theme music. Emotional, darling. <laughs>